and welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. So for this episode, I am basically going to be shitting on the job market and why it is bullshit. Going through my experiences with applying for jobs, I feel like a lot of people out here can really relate, especially with the fact that our economy is terrible right now due to the pandemic. I know this time last year, it was at its prime worst where there were tons of hiring freezes and layoffs and it basically felt like getting a job was impossible. And boy, do I have a bunch of stories for you. And I kind of just wanted to talk about how insane the job market got for me in 2019 when I was let go from my first recruiting job and it was a struggle. So I want to talk about that experience and then how I was really affected during the pandemic. Why don't I just start off by saying that right now I'm no longer in the job market, but if you were to ask me this about two months ago, I definitely was. So I am very fortunate enough that I finally got to see the light at the end of the tunnel when I got a new recruiting job and it is in tech recruitment. It's still based out of the SFA area and it is a startup. And so far it's been such a great experience, but I'm not here to talk about my current job. I actually would like to talk about toxic workplaces next week and share some of your stories that y'all have sent to me regarding some of your toxic work situations. So that will be really fun to talk about next week's episode. So just a little sneak peek, kind of like a part two to this. I love talking about employment and all things that are wrong with the employment world. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I wanted to explain my process from getting fired in 2019. So let's kind of talk about that experience. So I got very lucky with getting my first recruiting job when it came to me getting one of their cold outreach emails. And out of pure luck, I got hired and I was trained very well. I really liked the people that I was working with. And it wasn't until the week before my birthday in November of 2019, I was let go to to a culture misfit and quote unquote, as they like to say, poor performance. But that was really not the case. I mean, it was the case, but it wasn't my fault. There was a lot of gaslighting involved and I wasn't getting any workload and they had set me up to fail. So they like to blame it on me, which sucks even though I knew it was not my fault to begin with. So this was really hard for me because this was the first job that I had gotten fired from living in San Francisco. And as you know, very expensive city. You absolutely do not want to be unemployed while you are living there because how are you going to pay your rent? I didn't have any money in my savings account because the past two jobs that I had in SF, I wasn't making enough money to save. And I do take some responsibility on that because I should have been accepting jobs that would have allowed me to live more comfortably in the Bay Area and still be able to save money, especially for emergencies like this. So I basically had two months to try to find a job. My unemployment could only get me so far and it wasn't able to help me get by, which sucked because y'all know that I absolutely love San Francisco. So let's see, where do I start when it came to my job search process? So I will say... The day after, I took the day off to just self-reflect and to kind of just process what had happened because it was very draining. It was very sudden and I was feeling very overwhelmed and anxious. 
I was trying to contemplate what I was going to do, what my game plan was, and how I was going to take on my job search after being out of the market for almost a year. I was also very scared because I barely had a year of experience in recruiting and it made me fear for my life on trying to get a job. I think as a lot of people out there who are trying to find jobs, we all know how tough it is because a lot of places want you to have a certain amount of years of experience and well, many people feel like they don't meet that because these job requirements have such high expectations for candidates to the point where it's very unrealistic. So one of the first companies that I interviewed with was at an influencer marketing startup in the Bay Area and I had made it to the onsite and I thought I killed it at that onsite. It was such a great company. I thought the product was very cool, very aligned with my interests and what I like. And I was told that the next step would to be a reference check or it would be a rejection email saying I wasn't moving forward. I thought I was going to get closure. And so I was told when I would hear back a couple days passed and I didn't hear back. So then I followed up with the person who had been my primary source of contact for this position and she just ignored my email. So I sent her another follow up email and she still ignored me. So I just finally took that as a sign saying, Alana, you didn't get this job. And I found this to be very, very rude. As a tech recruiter, I can tell you that I find ghosting candidates to be very, very unacceptable. And it creates such a terrible experience for companies. And I basically just was pissed off. And this company officially left a bad taste in my mouth for ghosting me and not having the time of day to just say, hey, we moved forward with another candidate. But thanks for your interest anyway. So that made me really upset because I took my time out of my day to go to their office and go to that interview. So being ghosted after an interview or an on-site interview, I should say, was really shitty in itself. And I had a couple of other on-site interviews, and that one did have the decency to tell me that I wasn't moving forward, and that's okay. And then I had another great on-site interview when it was a week or two before January was ending. And keep in mind, January was my crunch time to find another job because I had already put a 30 days notice on my apartment that I had lived in for a little over two years and I was running out of time and that was honestly my last hope. I slayed it at that onsite. I had such a great candidate experience with this third company that I interviewed with and keep in mind I interviewed with at least 10 places and I got a ton of no's. I think I only had gotten three onsites out of the places that I had interviewed with. And so when it came down to waiting to hear back from the great onsite that I had, they called me out of the blue to tell me that they were not moving forward. And I was pissed. I felt like that was a waste of a phone call. I personally do not like it when I get a rejection over the phone. Some people may disagree with me and they think it's a more of a personal touch, but to me, I see it as a waste of time. It's a way for me to get defensive and to me kind of just say, why would you tell me this over the phone? This could have been an email, especially if you're not going to give me any kind of feedback. And basically all they told me was that they just went forward in another direction. And I don't know what that means. And I hate vagueness. It's really irritating, but it is what it is. Um, 
I still will say that it was the best candidate experience I had ever gotten. I just really wish they could have just emailed me. That's the only down thing I could say about that. But it was tough. So I was defeated. I had to move back to Virginia to live with my parents and job search there. I was going to do everything in my power to get back to San Francisco. There was one day in February where I got very busy and started scheduling a bunch of phone calls. And there were some people who decided to ghost me after the initial phone screen. God, there was this one company that would have paid me like a six-figure job. And I was really excited about the company. And when I applied, or I'm not applied, after my interview, when I wanted to see if I was moving forward and I followed up because it had been a week, I got no response. And I found that to be very unprofessional. God, and there was even another interview where I was literally hung up on. That was bullshit. So I had worked with an external recruiter to potentially get a job at another recruiting agency, but it had a way better pay structure than my other company. And it seemed like a really cool um, place to work. But once I started speaking to the hiring manager... He said, hey, can I call you back? I'm getting another call. And I found that to be incredibly unprofessional. And I didn't want to move forward anymore because I found that to be very disrespectful. I'm very curious to know if that's happened to any of you before who are out there listening. If you've just had a hiring manager say, hey, can I call you back? Now, they did call me back, um, but you shouldn't be taking another phone call if you're on a phone call with a candidate. Uh, Candidates are people too, and I think that's a really big problem and flaw within the job market is how hiring managers treat candidates and they realize that they're not people. They're just these other people who are out there and hiring managers can be very, very selfish. And that rubs me the wrong way. I shit you not. I will never be like that to candidates ever. Even if I have an incoming call, And it's like for my mom, I'm not going to just stop the call and like answer the phone because my mom's calling. Absolutely not. My mom can wait and I will call her when I have the time to call her back. You get what I'm saying? Even if it was an important phone call, it's like I will never ever hang up on a candidate when I'm talking to them. So that was horrible. After, God, I don't even know how many interviews I went through. But long story short, I was unemployed for five months after I was let go from this job and it wasn't until the beginning of March right as the pandemic was starting I actually got two offers from two different companies they both paid me the exact same salary they both had really great benefits and I had a really tough decision to make so the job that I rejected um they responded very poorly to my rejection basically They didn't give me any response. They refused to connect with me on LinkedIn. And I'm just thinking, wow, this goes to show you that I made the right decision by not choosing them because this shows that they are going to be very bitter towards people. And it makes me wonder how they would treat uh, people at their company. So I chose the job where I felt more comfortable in. The company was very small. It had six people at the time. And it was just very tight knit, wasn't toxic at all, didn't feel micromanaged at all. And I just felt very productive when I was working there. And then unfortunately, three weeks into my job, my boss calls me 
And she says, we have a reduction in force, and this is due to COVID-19. And I'm thinking to myself, are you fucking kidding me? I did not just move back across the country twice in a month and a half span, spent a ton of money on an apartment, buying furniture, and busting my butt just to get back here only to get laid off three weeks later. I was devastated and I didn't know what to do. I just moved back and I said, okay, I'm not going to let this happen how it happened back in January. I'm going to find a way to make this work. I just moved back. I put in all of that hard work trying to find a new job, trying to get my ass back to San Francisco only to get laid off from the highest paying job that I had ever gotten, right? So it was tough. I was shopping for Instacart and I was just trying to do whatever I could to make money. I was still collecting unemployment and it was okay. Um, at the time I was collecting, you know, that extra $600 a week, which really helped me get by. But I was struggling. I knew I couldn't rely on that. So I was applying for jobs, applying for jobs. I had an old colleague of mine reach out to me after I had posted on LinkedIn that I was looking for a new job. And he saw my message and he offered me like a commission-based job that I could work part-time or temporarily until I found something full-time. And normally I wouldn't take a commission-based job, but because we were in a global pandemic that was very, very intense at the time, I thought, you know what, why not? So I had scheduled a call to talk with his boss and this guy did like pretty much the exact same thing that had happened to me back in February where he said, hey, I got to go. Can I we reschedule this call? And I said, uh, sure. And he ended the phone call after 10 minutes. And we also couldn't come to an agreement on salary as well. So that sucked a ton. Yeah, and then I emailed my colleague saying, hey, I went out of this process. I didn't like how I was treated during my phone call and I'm no longer interested. Please cancel my other meeting tomorrow because I had another phone screen scheduled with somebody else. So that was that. I had also interviewed with a really cool ed tech company that was based out of San Mateo. And I thought I was getting ghosted by this company and... It just took them two weeks to get back to me with a decision and they decided not to move forward with me. My guess is that I was either too inexperienced or they just didn't get a good vibe from me. I don't know. So thankfully, I had one final chance where it was luck, pretty much. And I apologize if you hear a barking dog in the background. I live next door to this really yappy dog and I'm sitting in front of a window. But anyway, so basically... Uh, an old colleague of mine reached out, different different colleague that is, and she said that they had a part-time contract recruiting coordinator position available. And I decided, yeah, I'm totally interested. Of course, part-time work and contract work was not ideal for me at all. But again, we were in a pandemic. It was better than nothing. So I went through the interview process and I got hired. And I worked for that company um, until November, where guess what? They also laid me off. I'll get to that in just a second. But during this part-time job, I was still looking for full-time work. I had applied to so many positions that were in recruiting. 
Recruiting is what I knew. I really like recruiting. And I wasn't getting any interviews for months upon months upon months. It was so beyond frustrating. I didn't know what was wrong with me. And to make matters worse, so many recruiters, especially in the Bay Area, got impacted by COVID. There were so many layoffs and companies were doing a lot of hiring freezes. And when companies do hiring freezes, well, recruiters don't have any work to do. So what's the point in keeping them on board? They mo- most of them weren't for load. They were just simply cut loose and their positions were, well, eliminated. So I was competing with all of the people who had lost their jobs and probably had more recruiting experience than me. So it put me at a huge disadvantage and I was really upset by it. So I didn't know what I was going to do and I just sort of gave up and I was like, you know what, let me just continue to build great experience at my current company and at least my contract is ongoing. So This is kind of my job for now. And then during my, I think it was in August, I want to say, my boss reached out to me saying, hey, we have a full-time position open for a career coach role, and I think you'd be really good at it, and this can help you convert to full-time because I would really like to see you work full-time here. It's just beyond my control. Um, And I said, sure, I would be happy to go through the process. So I went through their crazy interview process, and what made it to the onsite in my own company still didn't hire me for this full-time position. And I felt like I was just being exploited at this point. And I was feeling like I was being taken advantage of, even though I really liked our company mission, I officially felt like I wasn't even valued or cared about at this company. And that sucked. Whole other story for another time, but that was bullshit. And I was giving up hope. So then in November, I get a Slack message from my boss saying it's time for a one-on-one meeting. And I said, yep, totally, I'm ready. So she ended up using that one-on-one time to tell me that my contract couldn't be renewed and that I um, unfortunately was no longer going to be working at anymore. And they had to eliminate my role. And that was very frustrating to hear because I'm just thinking, oh, my God, not again. Are you fucking kidding me? Why can't I keep a job? I don't understand it. And keep in mind, this ha- this wasn't my fault at all. But what I can tell you, if you want to hear what's extreme bullshit, oh, my God, just you wait. So I found out that maybe about a month after I was laid off from this company, I noticed that I was replaced by a girl who tried to interview for one of our intern roles. And let me tell you, she was not qualified for the position. She didn't have the right experience. She seemed to be very interested in my company. But again, she didn't have that experience. And I found out that she took my position as the new recruiting coordinator. And I'm thinking, Are you fucking kidding me? This obnoxious candidate who messaged me so many times and I had to reject constantly because she didn't have the skill sets that we were looking for. And now you hire her as the new recruiting coordinator when she doesn't even have recruiting experience either. Are you fucking kidding me? And guess what? Now she's the full time talent manager 
at this company. My boss ended up leaving the company two months after I did. And so because they needed somebody to replace my old boss, they just decided to just promote her. I was fuming. I was thinking this is absolutely not fair. And I did such great work for this company. I made so many hires. I actually had a lot of success in my position. So that was so freaking beyond frustrating. I I just wish I knew what happened and where their mind was when this was going on. During my time looking for jobs after I had gotten laid off from that company, I was getting very frustrated, but it wasn't until December where things started to pick up for me again. And a company that used to be one of my old clients at my recruiting agency position wanted to interview me for a recruiting coordinator position. So that was kind of exciting. I felt like I really stood a chance with this company because I knew all about this company. I had worked with their operations manager for a couple positions that I was working on over there. And I mean, I did recruitment for the company in itself. So I felt like that gave me an unfair advantage for this role. So I had an... not an on-site. I had a phone screen done through Zoom. So technically it wasn't a phone screen, but you, you get it. And then I moved forward to the next round. And I thought that call went really well. So I didn't hear back for about a week. And then I followed up. And then they told me that I wasn't moving forward because they had specific needs for the company. And obviously vague information and... I think they ended up making this position a director level position and not an RC position like I had originally applied for. So that was, again, very frustrating, but it's okay. Some things are not meant to be. I had a ton of interviews in January and then I got a lot of rejections. I got rejected for a contract position for a recruitment coordinator position that I felt extremely qualified for. And then they told me that they pick somebody who had experience doing XYZ and I'm thinking uh, I have that experience. I guess maybe it was a culture thing. I don't know. And then I had another company that interviewed me. And honestly, the mission was not that exciting. And they didn't get back to me until two weeks later. And I didn't even bother to follow up with this company just because I was thinking to myself, uh, well, I don't really care anymore, so I'm not going to bother following up. And when I got the rejection email, I said, hey, don't worry about it because I didn't think it was a great fit either. Uh, Best of luck finding a a good candidate for this position. And then finally, my job rolls around. So I get an email for the company that I work at now. And I spent about an hour on the phone with the hiring manager. He seemed to be very invested in our conversation. I was kind of surprised that he wanted to move forward. But it seemed like he really liked me. And then after that, it was just an on-site. I had a virtual Zoom meetings with a bunch of people, um, a lot of management. And the conversations all went really well. I was really surprised with how easy and laid back this interview process was. And the hiring manager seemed to be very excited by me. And I was kind of surprised just because I'm not used to having somebody being really excited by me in a job interview process and it's not to say that I'm a terrible interviewer I think I interview very well just sometimes you just don't click with companies it's kind of like dating when you go on dates and you just don't click with people and it kind of makes you sound like you suck at dating but you really don't 
it's more of like finding a good connection with somebody. That's kind of how it is with the job market too. You want to be able to click with the people that you're interviewing with and have it be a really good fit. So I ended up getting very positive feedback, received a verbal offer over the phone, and then I accepted it later that night. And now here I am working at this company. And now it's my turn to be the one to vet candidates and screen them out. But I can tell you this. I am the kind of recruiter that will not ghost. I will give you feedback. I will give you closure. And I will try to help you out as best as I can. I show a lot of candidate empathy, and I think that's where a lot of recruiters, both in-house and agency, go wrong. I even worked with a couple agency recruiters during my time, and some of them just ghosted me and completely forgot about my applications to some of these positions that I started with them. And it's fine. Like, I I didn't care because I have obviously a way better paying opportunity than some bullshit contract job that doesn't want me for more than six months and isn't going to convert me. And I'm not trying to shit on contract jobs. That's not what I mean when I say bullshit contract job. I'm just saying like, I don't want to just be working at a contract job. I I really need stability. And for me, a contract job wasn't going to provide that for me. But I know there are people out there that love contract work. They want to do nothing but contract work. And their work is still just as valuable. So I apologize for my wording there. That's just kind of how I was feeling about it at the time. Other things to just shit about on the job market. So yes, I finally have found a success story in my life. But guys, I understand how shitty the job market is. And I want you to know that you're not alone. I really hope if you're out there listening, there is an opportunity for you. And I really encourage you to keep on going and going and going. I think some things that I can give to you as a recruiter, especially who works in tech, is to definitely utilize your network on LinkedIn. Say that you're looking for a position of X, Y, and Z. And um, just tell people what you're looking for. You'll be surprised at how many people will reply back to your message trying to give you leads. That really helped me a little bit. And then another thing is if you want to reach out to recruiters, I highly suggest that you do your research on the recruiter's company. You need to make sure that the recruiter is either working at an agency or are they an in-house recruiter. I see so many candidates make this mistake with me thinking that I'm an agency recruiter who has a million roles for them when I don't. Did you take a look at my company? Did you see the positions that we have available? Did you see anything that matches your skill set? Why didn't you apply? And if they do see something that is a good fit for them and they want to talk more, then I encourage them to apply. And because they sent me a note, I will prioritize them because they did send me a kind note and I will take a look at their resume and review it to see if I want to talk to them. I'm not going to just interview a candidate just because they reached out. I do want to get on the phone with people who I think are going to be worth my time talking to. And that's just kind of the reality. I do really value my time when it comes to being a recruiter. But if you do reach out to me asking me to review your application, I will review your application if you approach me properly. I actually made a little LinkedIn post about this recently um, to help um, recent grads who are looking for jobs because a lot of them aren't doing proper quote outreach emails correctly. And I just want to be able to help them. And I would love to be able to make a whole YouTube video about mistakes that new grad candidates are making when it comes to the job search. But other than that, yeah, shitting on the job market is fun. I'm not going to lie. I think I've had my fair share of bullshit experiences with trying to apply for jobs. I mean, after grad school, I've had two bullshit situations from grad school 
or after grad school, I should say. So the first one was this really cool PR company. And it was for this admin HR position. And they had moved me to a final stage, which was to create some sort of project for them where I basically had to plan their company retreat. They gave me just like an unlimited budget. I could do whatever I want with it. And then I had to craft an email regarding the company retreat. And they literally asked me to do free fucking work for them. And I was told that I would have a decision after the 4th of July. Well, the day after the 4th of July came and went. So then I followed up with them. And then they got back to me saying that they were no longer moving forward with this position. And it didn't meet their needs anymore. So the job never became a job for anybody. And I still wonder to this day if they used my work to plan out their company retreat, which is really shady and gross. That really frustrated me to this day. And then another opportunity that really, really frustrated me was when I was interviewing for this associate regional director position with my old youth group that I did back in high school. I had to go through five different interviews. This Their interview process was insane and it took like, I want to say two months. So they kept moving me forward and moving me forward, moving me forward. And finally, I got a call from one of the hiring managers saying that they wanted to fly me out to San Jose to do an on-site interview. And I was so excited. I was going to get to go to California and do the on-site interview, I really felt like I had a huge, huge chance to work for this organization. And I didn't get any details about when I was going and when they were going to book my flight and when the interview would be, but I just got a call saying that I was invited for the interview on-site. So I'm waiting and waiting for this information and I emailed the person who had called me and no answer. And I'm thinking, okay, when am I going to hear back about my on-site? So then about like two weeks later, I'm back in Virginia at this point, And I got a random call out of the blue from an L.A. number. And I was told that I didn't get the position. And I said, I don't understand. I got a call saying that I was invited for an on-site. Why was I called? And they said that they made a mistake and... I said, well, that's really terrible and you really got my hopes up and that left a bad taste in my mouth. I just didn't hold back. I was pissed and I felt not exploited, but I just felt really, really embarrassed and um, disrespected. I wanted nothing to do with that company anymore. I officially gave it up because I had applied to a few roles within the company and I just was, I was over it. So it took me about five months to get an offer um, for my first company. I moved to San Francisco in 2016. And then when I started hating my first job, it took me about a year to get my first recruiting job. I gave up in my job search really easily. I was thinking about just trying to get a senior level position at my current company. And then once I was almost qualified for it, That's when I got a job at my first company and then I decided to no longer move with the senior title position. It was only a dollar raise anyway, so it wasn't even that exciting to begin with. And my responsibilities weren't changing, so that sucked. I know that was like a lot of rambling, but I am so curious to know. You can always email um, me at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com to share your terrible experiences with the job market and applying for jobs. 
Let me know your crazy stories. I'd love to share them on the podcast. Of course, I'll always do it anonymously. Um, I'd love to know what's been going on in your life. And then you can always DM me at shamelessly unapologetic on Instagram as well. With that, I think I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and you can relate to it in some kind of way. Again, don't give up if you're still out there trying to apply for a job. I'm rooting for you. And I will see you next week with a brand new episode where I will be talking about toxic workplaces. So I cannot wait to share that with you until then. Bye.